Hello, my name is Israel. I've been involved in hip-hop since the 1980s as an artist, producer, radio show host, journalist, documentarian, magazine editor, hip-hop advocate, and pundit. Over the years, I've interviewed hundreds of interesting people in music, media, and more. Welcome to Sounds from the Underground, the podcast from Insomniac Magazine, where we learn from both those who reside below the surface and those who've preached it. Kevin Keith, how are you doing? I'm good. What's going on is? Well, I have a few submissions, actually a handful of submissions from artists uh, that I had actually put out a call for quite a while ago, and I'm getting it, getting to it now, so my apologies for the delay. And I put out specific questions for artists to tell us about themselves, uh, including maybe some things that are interesting and distinctive about them. And I believe I also asked to share uh, some things that they have been inspired by on the marketing side. Uh, and, and the reason I did this was because I figured we, we do something that not only provides an opportunity for artists to let folks know about themselves, but at the same time, provide value for those that are listening. So without further ado, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play each of these five submissions, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess we'll, we'll check back in All right. after each one. All right. Yeah, we go by the name of Falcon Crest. There's two members of the group. There's uh, the Falcon Outlaw and Dante. We came from Toronto. Yeah, we're inspired by enough artists from back in the days, you know? From Biggie Smalls, Tupac, Big L, Big Pun. You know, man's like Bojo Bantan, Ninja Man, all kind of things, you know? Man like Rakim. LL Cool G, enough artists inspire me because, like, those are the things we hear and their music hit home the hardest, you know? It wasn't just all the bells and whistles, it was some real talk, you know, whether they're talking about the girls, them, or the street life, you know? We're the only ones bringing topics and storytelling right now. Branding is all about symbolism. We got it on merch, printed on records, all of that. They recognize the Falcon Crest symbol before they recognize us. Well, we take a different approach to marketing, like, you know, word of mouth, but this is more on social media and everything. They're, like, more active, so we respond to a lot of the comments. Them Go check out people's thing when them ask for check out their thing and give people input and repost things. And next thing you know... People are repost them, I check out your thing, and you know, you start to break into their circle. And people who would never check you out now check you out off of the strength of them. So, yeah, it's a thing where work out, you know, just being interactive on social media. Yeah, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify, Tidal, all platforms. That was Falcon Crest. And first off, I got to commend them for doing some audio branding, right? Sonic branding yeah. is actually what that's called. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only do they indeed have a distinctive logo, uh, but they were consistent with the sound, yeah. right? 
Yeah. Anyone that is a frequent visitor of Insomniac Magazine is probably well-versed in the Falcon Crest crew because not only are they featured on Insomniac, but they've also made the top 10 list, right? Most definitely. They're one of the crews who lives on the chart. No question, man. A lot of top talent coming out of Toronto, right? Definitely. Most definitely. I mean, you have people like Danielson and Asan Eastwood. Those are just two of my faves who I can think of right off the top. No question. So shout out to the Falcon Crest crew and uh, let's get let's get to the next submission. What's up, Insomniac Magazine? This is Ecto 84. Um, I'm the founder of Ghost Rappers, so that's my brand. I'm from South Bend, Indiana. Um, just answering these three questions real quick. Artists that inspired me to get started. Um, I'm really a big fan of Lord Juco, like the underground hip hop scene, period. So you got Lord Juco, uh, Westside Gun, the whole Griselda gang, um, Makami, the guy Fahim, um, Heem Stoke, oh my God, Illa Dutch. It's all kind of artists that I'm inspired by right now. Uh, I just love the way the direction of underground hip hop, I love where it's going. And at this point, I would just love to get my art out there as well. Considering the time that we're in, it's, it's all about getting your art shown and being something different. So I feel like the two things that make my brand distinctive, for one, I'm using exclusively Ghostbusters art covers and themes, and the samples are in my loop beats and all that. So it's just all Ghostbuster theme kind of music. And I still feel like the main distinctive part about my brand is that I'm setting the standard on it, which is no whack rappers. That's the term of ghost rappers. I don't need no rappers on my beats. If you're not an artist, I don't want to work with you. So that means if I don't like your music, I don't listen to your music, or I don't like your style for my beats, I'm not going to let you buy a beat. I don't care how much money they got. I'm building something here that's going to be legendary, and I only want to work with the artist that's going to make my dream complete. So at the end of the day, I can say that's what's going to set me apart from everything. And right about now, I say my marketing strategy is I've been studying underground hip-hop for like the last... I ain't even lie, just about the last year and a half because I fell out of music the way that radio is and rap. I can't stand it no more. Like, I hate rap. So I fell into the underground scene, and the more I heard, it just kind of get me going. I'm like, yeah, I can make them kind of beats. That's what I kind of make already. So from there, my marketing plan was kind of studying the YouTube channels, you know, like Calmly Smoke. He puts a lot of the underground artists out. And from studying them, I've been networking on net, uh, Twitter and Instagram. And so far, it's, I've only been doing this a month already. It hasn't even been a whole 30 days. And I've already got a lot of the rappers I listen to. They're following me back. Some of the producers I listen to, they're following me back. And like I said, I have connections with a few of the artists that I'm trying to work with. And I can say the biggest surprise I have for the game is that I already have one of the artists that I named. They already have one of my beats. They just haven't put it out there yet. So when they put that beat out there and I already set the standard of I'm only working with artists, once he puts that beat out there and that's my first beat that anybody's ever heard as far as on a major scale, bigger than a local thing, yeah, my standard is set because I showed people what I was talking about. I'm not going to work with nobody, it's just anybody. Like you have to be an artist that I love, like I have to love your work to want to work with you. So once again, I'm going to sign out real quick because I'm over two minutes. This is Ecto84, uh, started Ghost Rappers. I just got it started. I've been doing music for a while, but I just started this page. And I've been working hard at it. It's only me. I'm just all self-built, independent, and I'm just trying to get it out there. So I appreciate your time. Insomniac Magazine. I hope I'm considered for a spot. Awesome submission from Ecto84, wonderful producer, all the way from Indiana. I want to thank him for making the contribution. And um, he's another one, I, I think, that has distinctive branding with the way that he uh, actually writes out 
the ghost rapper, the way it's written out with the X's, right? Right, yeah, he adds his own unique twist to it to make Indeed. it something different, to make it stand out. True, true. So let's get to the next one. Yeah, what's good? It's Mike Bless, Oxnard, California. You know, some of my early influences in hip-hop include, you know, Rakim, Nas, Pac, Big Pun, Defarai, Wu-Tang. You know, these are the styles I learned from when I was creating my sound and uh, my identity in music, you know. And uh, what we set out to do on this latest project is create and breathe new life into the original boom-bap sound that most remember and love, uh, but something new and original also as a as a as paying homage as well you know um audiovox the name audiovox comes from the first boombox that we would use to record you know so the album represents my roots in hip hop and coming 360 with the o and the x highlighted um being that I'm from Oxnard California you know and uh you know it was an honor and a privilege to work with legends on his projects you know guys that paved the way for me to do what I do you know, I, just looking at it, it's like most aren't willing to put in the work and the sacrifice it takes to follow through on something that you believe in. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is, man. Mike Bless. Peace. Mike Bless on the check-in all the way from Oxnard, California. And I got to say, definitely go back and check his project out. I will tell you, as I mentioned before, I requested these submissions a while ago. So some of the uh, the projects they might be talking about, uh, might not necessarily be the newest, but I guarantee you that they're still worth checking out. So um, go into all of these artists' social media, check out their projects, and definitely support quality artists. And uh, there's no question. I mean, you hear not only the fact that there's a lot of respect for the masters of the craft, mm-hmm. but also explaining that there's something to be said about their value for the craft itself. Exactly. I feel like they're giving you something more. It's not just about dropping something on SoundCloud and putting it out there for the public. They want to give you the artwork. They want to do something to let you know that they're here to stay. No question. And definitely always paying homage to the masters, to the architects of the culture. So definitely... Props to Mike Bless. Peace. My name is Najee Jordan, in-house producer for F-16, an entertainment company that is a home to Toronto-based MC Asan Eastwood, and I'm also part of PRR Collective, a group of MCs and producers from around the world that is bringing that golden era feeling back. I'm from Peel Hill, Chicago, Illinois. You know what makes my brand and my music distinctive? It's the throwback sound that I'm bringing, but it's tweaked for this new era that we in. I'm from the No ID Trio production, so I can come through with the flavor of soul chops. It's not the mainstream type of music that you hear on the radio, but like other, other artists like Jamal Gasol, Gasell, Riggs, Crime Apple, Daniel Sun, Alson Eastwood, and other rappers of the Elk, we're bringing that new Golden Age era era sound back. What's a good marketing story for me? Man, this flooded my market with my beats. I decided last year that nobody knew who Najee Jordan was. I did a couple beats for a couple projects. Um, Bugsy Nino, Asan Eastwood. But nobody knew who I was, so I decided I want to do some projects this year. I, did, I dropped a beat tape earlier this year. A project with um, my guy, MC from Rochester, New York, Ezreal. 
And also going to be dropping some uh, more albums for people like Alsan Eastwood, uh, John Hustle, Aleo Kush, and Tony Boy. So now I think my name is getting out there now. Um, people are e- actually emailing me and calling me for beats. Last year, my, I had my email was empty. Now people get to, get to know me. They get to know my style, what I bring to the table. So you can find my beats, my music, and stuff I'm doing on my band camp under the name Onaje Jordan. But also, too, you can like any site or blog site or website that is into this new, not new, but into dope hip-hop, like the Sunday Magazine or Southern Borough. Um, a lot of my music is on there. People I've done production with, my projects, my beat tape, links to that. You get it from there, too. Peace. That's right, Najee Jordan. And I would say since he taped that, his career has grown tremendously on the underground. I mean, productions from him pop up everywhere. I would say just about every week, and they're all incredibly dope. Incredibly dope. Wasn't he on the Elite? producer list yeah he was actually of course he was because his stuff is just a phenomenal phenomenal producer the fact that your music your beats can be heard uh, alongside of some of the best mcs in the underground i would say that in and of itself is some of the best marketing you could do most definitely yeah no question all right so let's keep it moving let's see uh, who's next on the check-in this is Russell Flow, one third of POA Prisoners of Audio. We're a hip hop group out of Dublin and Waterford, Ireland. The other side of the Atlantic. Um, shout out to uh, Insomnia for the link up. Who is your f- hip hop inspiration and why? Would be for me, Black Taw of the Legendary Roots crew, a 20 year career. Man never spat a bad verse in his career the epitome of a lyricist MC and continues to this day to keep the culture relevant and alive. So shout out to Black Thought. What makes your music a brand distinctive? What makes POA's music a brand distinctive is probably that in 2018, we still strive to make good, solid, homegrown hip-hop, sample-based, bar-heavy, flow-heavy, Honest to goodness, hip hop for the culture. Share an effective marketing story. What did you do and why was it effective? What lessons you learned? An effective marketing story will be from my last outfit, The Animators Ireland. We tried to incorporate art as a big, big part of what we did visually, um, trying to think outside the box artistically with videos and such. And on our debut album, we um, we had local artists, very well-known local artists, take each song and make a piece of art according to the song. And when we did the album release, we did it as a, <clears throat> an art exhibition, which brought in a whole different side of people that wouldn't usually have come to a hip-hop event. So it kind of was a marketing ploy and a was a very important one and kind of brought our music to many different people. Um, where can listeners find our music? You can find our music on YouTube. Our first single released last year was actually an Insomnia Top 10 of the Week track. We hit number one, so shout out to Insomnia for the support. This side of the ocean, it's, it's important to us. The track is called Full Metal Jacket. 
POA featuring Dreadchild, you'll find that on YouTube. Our so first album is completed and should be out this winter, hopefully December 2018. That's pretty much it. Search Ricky Rawness, search Russell Flow, Lake Otola, POA, The Animators Ireland. You'll find some stuff on it, so that's it. I'm going to sign out. Russell Flow, keep the culture alive. Once again, shout out to Insomnia, keeping things going. And that's it. Wow. So all the way from Dublin, uh, we got Russell Flow, POA. Major wanna, salute. No question. I want to thank him for for submitting that and also for sharing that interesting marketing tactic that he employed, putting together uh, or connecting his music to an art exhibit. I mean, I think that's an awesome way oh, yeah. to, to get patrons of the art. Art is a huge umbrella to uh, connect with your vibe and your energy and what you're up to. And I think that's a wonderful way just to inject what you're doing into a movement that's already there. So, Right, that was real creative to come up with something like that. No that's question. something truly different. I think that's one of the things that, in many ways, hip-hop artists that are coming up, mm-hmm. even when they have the, the art, the craft honed in, a lot of times what they need help with and, and I'm sure a lot of folks would admit that, is the visibility, is right. getting the attention. And, and I can't say enough how important it is to stop trying to follow the leaders, stop trying to do what the biggest do, because everyone's doing that. Exactly. So create instead, your own lane. Create your own lane. Do something distinctive. In his case, he did something connected to an art exhibit, mm-hmm. you know, but if, if it makes sense for your brand, if it makes sense for the people you're trying to reach, it doesn't have to have hip hop connected to it. So you could find people that appreciate your art everywhere. You know, that doesn't mean that you ignore the obvious, yeah. but what it means is that you really do have to find a distinctive place to be seen. Um, I think one of the interesting things that we've seen in in, in the last handful of years have been these pop-up shows and these these pop-up stores. The pop-up shops, yeah. These pop-up shops that, you know, provide an opportunity for those artists to kind of just just drop in for a day or a few for a few hours, showcase their skills, and also put their wares on the table. Right. So, you know, if you have T-shirts, if you have some really cool merch, you know, make that visible. And even if it's a free event where people aren't necessarily paying to get in, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing right, which is rocking the set Mm -hmm. and you're leaving them wanting more, they're going to support. Oh, yeah. You know, and if it doesn't happen then and there at the table, you know, it's going to happen later on online. Online. It's going to happen when you come to town and it's a paid show. It's going to happen when you drop a new EP and you happen to have a version of it on on cassette. Mm-hmm. The right? key is to get people to remember you. No question. All right. So I like I like that experiment. I think that worked out well. And, I think so too, yeah. And I think that uh we should probably do it again. You know, that sounds right. That so sounds right. if you're out there, if you're checking out the podcast, if you have an artist that you believe in and you're checking out the podcast, definitely reach out, send us a submission that answers questions specific to who you are 
what inspired you, and also give us an interesting marketing tactic that you've employed. Keep in mind, as I mentioned before, this is not just shameless promotion. This is also sharing insight and information. Mm -hmm. And for us to use it, it has to provide value. So don't send something that's just blatantly promoting yourself. Make sure that you're sharing something that's going to be helpful at the same time, telling people about what makes you distinctive. Before we sign off, I want to make sure that everybody follows us in all the places that we're all familiar with, Instagram, Twitter, Insom Mag Since 96. That's Insom Mag Since 96. And 96 are the numbers. 96. And of course, check us out at the most important place, insomniacmagazine.com. And if you're listening to this and you have not subscribed, it's free. Do so on whatever platform you like to listen to podcasts. Uh, That includes, obviously, Apple Podcasts app, the Google Podcasts app, Stitcher, and tons of other places, CastBox and Podbean. And if all that fails, just visit insomniacmagazine.com, and you will see a little button there that says podcast. That's right. 